Welcome to the Lucky Let Cord Podcast, a Tennis Now production sponsored by Tennis Express. I'm your host, Chris Otto, joining you late in the evening after day one of Wimbledon. It's in the books. It was a long one. It was a wild one. It was a fun one. It was a fun one. I mean, the first couple days of a slam, you really have a lot of trouble keeping your head in the game. There's so much happening in so many different matches. We had Serena Williams, Venus Williams, Roger Federer was in the mix. Roger Federer was breaking new news with this Uniqlo sponsorship, $30 million a year for the next 10 years. There was upsets. There was Sloan Stevens. Number four seeded Sloane Stevens, a Roland Garros finalist just about three or four weeks ago, fell in first round action to Donna Vekic. Number five seeded Alina Svitolina fell on the women's side. She bowed out at the hands of Tatiana Maria. And also number six seeded Grigor Dimitrov fell. So lots of upsets. There were lots of lots of big matches going on around the grounds. I mean, you know, 15 at a time, it's hard to really get fixated on one, but there were several highlights. Uh, Stefanos Tsitsipas of Greece, young player, got his first Wimbledon win. That was a big moment. Milos Raonic looked good in a victory over Liam Brody of Great Britain. Look, suddenly looks like Raonic could be a contender. Uh, good performance by Sam Querrey, who's been very good at Wimbledon in the last two years. as a quarterfinal and a semifinal to his name. Marin Cilic was quick out of the blocks. The Croatian hammered 21 serves and was absolutely dominant in his first round victory. Um, meaning that it's not only about Federer, Nadal, Djokovic at this tournament. There are lots of good grass court players, some of them with big booming serves like Cilic. They could do some damage, and of course, Chilich will keep an eye on him all week. He is in Roger Federer's half of the draw, and that's a potential semifinal that's looming, but that's going to be 10 days away. There's so much tennis to get to. Tomorrow, we'll have day two of Wimbledon. We'll see Rafael Nadal in action. We'll see Garbini Muguruza in action. Novak Djokovic will take on Tennis Sandgren. Petra Kvitova will be in the mix. Simona Halep will be in action. She'll take on Kurumi Nara of Japan on center court. Nadal will play Duty Sela of Israel. So, so much going on. It's basically just head spinning time here at Wimbledon. You try to keep up with as much as you can. You try to talk to as much as many players as you can, and you try to just keep your your hands on the wheel and get this this bus safely into the second week. Right now, it's complete chaos, sleep deprivation, and lots of good fun. The Wimbledon miracle worker, that would be Agnieszka Radwanska, who has now saved match points in three successive seasons en route to victory at Wimbledon. She did it in the second round in 2016, defeating Anaconia, saving three match points to get that win. She did it last season in the second round again, saving two to get past Christina McHale. And this year, she pulls the caper to end all capers. Radwanska saves six match points to defeat Elena Gabriela Ruz of Romania. She wins 6-3, 4-6, 7-5. And here's a funny story. You know how I found that out? Walked into a small interview room to talk to Radwanska after her win and asked her the stupidest question in the world, which is, have you ever saved match points here before? <laughs>
Oh, my brain is fried. There's so much tennis going on in day one. I just wanted to go down there and speak with her. And then, oh, boy, lost some street cred with Aga. And that's never a good deal with the ninja. But the good news is Rodwanska gets an emotional victory. She will play on. Did you know her record at Wimbledon is now 43-12? and She's a Wimbledon legend, Rodwanska. It's so good that she's still in the draw. I hope she can parlay this into another few victories. So good news for Rodwanska, and at this point, she's not feeling exaltation. She's just feeling relief. Let's hear what she had to say in that interview we spoke about. Yes, yes, I did. I think yeah. a lot of times. Yeah. Uh, every, year. Was, every year. Every year. <laughs> how many, how many I think last three, three years. years. Yeah. It was um, against Mikhail and then against Konyu. All right, that's nice. So, yeah, um, so, yeah, I'm kind of... Uh, so you're used to it. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> I mean, not six, but uh, two, yeah, two each. Mm-hmm. Amazing. And how would you sum up the way you feel right now? Would you feel, say you feel relieved, overjoyed, or just tired? Oh, I think relieved. I think after this kind of matches, uh, you're relieved. Obviously, I'm so happy that I won it, but I think I should have done a little bit uh, um, different. And obviously, it's much better to play uh, two set matches and not three hours drama. Um, but you know, in the end of the day, I won, so I think uh, you know, I'm just gonna focus on that. And last question for me: the, the, those conditions you mentioned that were tough today, with the warm weather and then the breeze coming in, making it tricky. Are those some of the toughest Wimbledon conditions you faced? I think so, because you know, when it's raining, you're not playing. So, um, and I think uh, for sure, I, I can't remember if I was playing with that strong wind here. So, for sure, one of the toughest, yeah. Big day for Roger Federer today at Wimbledon. The eight-time champion took down Serbia's Dusan Lajevic, 6-1, 6-3, 6-4. That wasn't the big news. Everybody expected a breezy win for the Swiss, and he took care of business on center court. The big news was that Federer is now wearing Uniqlo. The Swiss maestro has inked a 10-year, $300 million deal with the company. Reportedly, he was only making $10 million a deal annually in his Nike deal, but that deal has recently expired, and Roger Federer is not just a rich man, he's a richer man. The question is, the RF logo, where is it going to go? Reportedly, right now, it's in, it's in limbo. Federer says that he is working on bringing it back to his possession, but it looks like Nike has is going to have something to say with that. There could be some negotiating to do before Federer can take possession of that fabled RF logo. Now let's move on to another subject that's near and dear to my heart, and that is the youth of the ATP Tour. Nice win today for Stefano Tsitsipas of Greece, his first win at Wimbledon in his first event, the first time being seated at a major. He defeats Francis Gregoire Brewer. 
636467375 will face Jared Donaldson in the second round. And speaking of young guns, the youngest player in the tournament, Denis Shapovalov, had to speak had a chance to speak with the young Canadian the other day. He is going to open his tournament with a pretty difficult first round match against Jeremy Shardy tomorrow. And we spoke with Shapovalov about his ability to transition to the grass this season and how he feels overall about his game at this young stage is uh, this young stage of his career he's a pretty impressive young kid let's have a listen to what he has to say and uh yeah i have an extremely tough draw but uh you know, for me, it's good. I have I'm I'm going to play with nothing to lose. I've had tough draws all grass season, so uh, yeah. You know, I feel I feel as prepared as I I can be. So um, I'm going to go out there, enjoy myself. It's uh, it's the last tournament on grass for for the year for me. So you know, like I always mention, I love playing on it. So I'm going to try to make this tournament last as long as possible. Facing Shardy and having a so-called tough draw, does that take the pressure off you a little bit? Make you feel a little bit of the underdog vibe? Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, recently I've had to be a bit like normally I've been the underdog, and recently that's flipped a little bit. I've been uh, you know the favorite to win last couple of tournaments, and I've had some some tough draws with some good grass court players. So I feel like this week it's not the case. Shardy has been playing better than me on grass, and uh, the results prove it. So you know I'm going out there with nothing to lose, and uh, normally I play well under those circumstances. But uh, like I said, I have good history here. I have, you know, confidence in myself that I can beat anyone here. So I feel uh, I feel ready. That's going to be a wrap of the Lucky Let Cord podcast, a Tennis Now production sponsored by Tennis Express. Thank you guys so much for listening. It's 1230 in the evening. Got about 11 hours before day two starts. Hope you'll join us tomorrow for the next edition of the Lucky Lead Cord Podcast. Take care, y'all.